Hello, everybody, and welcome to CADCast number 15. I'm your host, ChibiD, here in Tokyo, Japan, and I'm joined, as usual, by Wombat in New York City. Happy New Year, Wombat. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa, bitches. Yes. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Did you have a great New Year, a festive New Year? I had a good New Year. I had a very good New Year. You know what we did for New Year? We ordered in sushi and watched uh, Dick Clark. Wow. I watched K1 fighting. That's, um, I think I'm cooler than you. No. Yeah. There's nothing better than watching guys beat the crap out of each other on New Year's. If you say so. Maybe. Maybe. So it's been a while since we've done a show. That would be your fault. Well, in in Japan, New Year's is like a big holiday. So like the whole country is off for like almost two weeks. And that means Mrs. Chibi was off. And that means not much quality time at the computer. But I had a lot of quality time with Mrs. Chibi. So. Ew. <laughs> I have to say that just in case she's listening. She's like, what do you mean? It's not my fault. <laughs> she doesn't talk like that. Oh, no, I'm in big trouble. Yeah, yes, she does. <laughs> well, we'll edit. We got we to edit that out. Sure. Anyway, we have a big show since we've been away for so uh, so long. We have a lot to talk about. Um, but first, I want to start it off, start us off with a little game for you, Wombat. Uh oh. Uh, I bought this little toy. It's a it's a little Nintendo toy, and it plays uh, a song from a not a song, but a sound effect from a Nintendo game. And you're gonna have to guess what it's from. Oh, this will be embarrassing. Okay, I'm I'm ready whenever you are. Okay, ready? Yes. That would be from The Legend of Zelda. Yes. Thank you. Very, very nice. Yes. Thank you. Congratulations. What do I win? Nothing. You get to hear it again. I bought right. a lot of like Nintendo crap over uh, over the New Year's break. I, I found that, a that boomerang. Lo- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> is that what? It, when does it play? It is that play I, I, when he goes down the stairs into yeah, the dungeon? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I so. I bought all kinds of crap. I got one of those things. It's a little. It's got a little 3D picture of Zelda and stuff, and I got another Mario thing, and I bought I got a Nintendo Famicom business card holder case. It's a, it looks like a Legend of Zelda cartridge. So you bought Famicom. yourself all your Christmas presents. Yeah, I didn't really get any presents. That's really sad. What I bought myself. We got sheets, big sheets for our big bed that we can't find find in Japan. That's um, I had to get those shipped. Happy holidays to you. Yes, and I bought myself some other toys, and I'm going to review them later. Cool. Uh, but first, I guess, let's get started with the new releases this week. Yes, there are like three. There, there are like three. Uh, the first being the Mega Man X Collection for PS2 and GameCube. All right. Uh, very, very exciting. <laughs> um, I never, I stopped playing Mega Man before they he became uh, Generation X. X. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm not too familiar, but IGN gave it a 7 out of 10, and their summary is, Mega Man X Collection is a decent compilation pack for fans of a series that love the old-fashioned action platforming of Blue Bomber X. While its overall game quality and list of extras isn't nearly as consistent or flashy as its Mega Man cousin, there's still a lot to like, especially at the reasonable price of less than 30 bucks. It's nice, so to, know you you, it's, it's nice to know you know how to read. I can read. Or something. All right, there's another game I won't be getting. What else we got? Right. <laughs> we have Electroplankton for the DS. Yeah, I'm on the fence with this. Well, I have it. I know so you do. So I can, 
I've had it for a while, and I remember we did a little review hands-on thingy uh, a couple yeah. episodes ago. Um, I have to admit that since that review, <laughs> I have not played it at all. Yeah, hence I stay on the fence. It's the, the 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 problem with it, and you know maybe it's not a problem for some people, is that it's just not really a game. So there's no winning or losing or anything of that nature. It's really just like a tool that you can have fun with to to make some music, but you can't save it. So it's just sort of like it's a good way to kill some time, I guess, or show off to your friends. Wait, wait you, can, you can't save any of the songs you make. You can't save anything unless you you know plug it into your computer. You know. Budget wow. Time. So that's sort of the problem. I mean, that's it's pretty easy to do. All you need is like one is a. So is the, a what's, cable. The, what's the name of the game? Electro sucked in. Is that what it's? No, called? it's not a game really. What's so, the name of the 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 cartridge I stick in my? Uh, in your DS? thing. Super suck DS. Is that what it's called? No, the thing it's you know for people who are really into music games, you're gonna like it. But it's not like I said, it's not a game per se. You're, but it's but just, you can't show it off at, to your friends if you write a good little tune. You'd have to be able to recreate it on the fly, basically. Yeah, that blows. Okay, so it's definitely not for everybody. It's it's definitely it's a specialized type of thing. Specialized or not, are, that's it's still flawed. Okay. You can still record if you just plug it into your computer. Flawed. You're missing the fun. Yeah, you, you miss the fun of the visuals. The game is really about the visuals uh, combining with the music and how they interweave together. Um, so, like I said, it's not for anyone. That now, was yeah, I'll, my I'll save, my, I'll my, save my $35 probably for the okay. next new release. Right, uh, which is the Castlevania Double Pack for the Game Boy Advance. Which I'll, I will probably pick that up. Because I uh, have yet, yeah, I've yet to pick up it, either one of those. So. Yeah, it's Harmony of Dissidence and uh, Area of Sorrow. I haven't played either of those. I played Circle of the Moon, um, but I didn't get very far. But you liked it, and Castlevania in the DS is pretty sweet still. Did you ever get that? Yes, I did get it, actually. Okay. Did you ever play um, it? Yes, I, ju I just played it. I was waiting for a chance to play it so I could use my headphones and stuff, and Mrs. Cheapy had to get her contact lenses and... That was perfect. It's really a fun game, and I suck at it really bad. Okay. <laughs> Moving like on. <laughs> right. Let's move right along to the CatCast News Blast. Hooray. This is where, this is where we blow through uh, several news items uh, very quickly. What are they? Speaking of blowing, the uh, Blood Rain movie was just released and uh, got some pretty awful reviews. Really bad reviews. Really bad. I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes where it scored a 6%, which means six only 6% 6 of all the reviews were positive. Uh, e! Online said, Blood Rain fails as mindless entertainment and as eye candy, violating the basic laws of vampire films and cheesy video game adaptations. It can't even suck right. Yeah, have you ever seen any of the movie posters? I did see a like a poster online because uh, Christiana Loken is that how you say your name? Her her the picture of her in yeah. that poster she looks like a man. Right. Now I I understand she's an attractive female, but in that poster, they couldn't even make her look. Hot. Yeah, they couldn't even make her look attractive in the poster. And really, isn't that I I don't know what to say about that. Pretty weak. Well, even. Uh, something a little more funny uh, or more interesting about the Blood Rain movie, uh, Shack News uh, had a scoop uh, saying that thousands of accidental uh, reels for the movie got shipped due to computer error. And basically the error resulted 
in 5,500 more <laughs> more reels being shipped than was intended. Now, the movie was only supposed to open in like in a little bit less than 1,000 theaters. So yeah. more than five times uh, of the prints got sent out by accident. And you know those prints are expensive. It's, it's real film. They're films, really so it, expensive. It's like five grand a piece. So five grand times 5,500 is a lot of money. Isn't it somewhere uh, in the twenty million range or so? Yes, yeah. twenty-seven million. They say it may total may cost, and that's just like money in the garbage can, uh, basically. That sucks. So and not only again, did the movie only make like a million dollars in the release, they <laughs> they lost twenty-seven million from a computer error. That's so sad. Pretty the only, bad. The only thing sadder than that is Michael Madsen's career. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but one of the other reviews said that Michael Madsen should never be in a, a period piece. Yeah, I read that one. <laughs> anyway, uh, next up we have a a blind gamer uh, who's really good at Mortal Kombat. So good that he's uh, going to Japan to participate in a tournament. His name is Bryce Mellon, and uh, he's been blind since birth, but he's a Mortal Kombat wizard apparently. And uh, he's going to be going on to Japanese TV, a show called Power of Memory, Part 3. And uh, he uh, is supposedly awesome. All right. So that's pretty cool. So that good is luck, cool. Brian. Good Bryce, good I mean. Yeah, Bryce. Yeah, I got to see if I can uh, – maybe I can catch that on TV here. Probably if not. You can, I was going to say you should try that's... and uh, you know capture it and post it. Yeah. Very cool. Yes. Uh, during the uh, Consumer Electronics Show that just got wrapped up, uh, Bill Gates did an interview with Engadget, and he talked about the Xbox 360. Uh, some of the things that were revealed include uh, that the po- poker is coming out for Xbox Live Arcade, and uh, so is a web camera coming out uh, this year, first half of this year. Uh, he also had to go back on something that he said uh, several months ago. Uh, he now is saying that Halo 3 will be released when it's ready. And not when the PlayStation 3 is launched, as he originally said. Well, how would he Did know he... anyway? Right, he just says whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he obviously uh, got yelled at by somebody. I don't think anyone yells at him. No, maybe not. Uh, he also, the big news though here, is that the Xbox 360 is going to have an external uh, HD DVD drive released. Now, are games going to be played on that, or is it just for movies? Here's the thing. It's here's here's his quote, and and Gadget asked him, you know, aren't you worried about fragmenting, you know, your your customer base here? Some people will have it, some people won't. And here here's the quote from Billy Boy. There's no fragmentation here. The developers are creating games that run on the DVD nine format that's in every Xbox, and whenever we do with the drive, they'll all be upwards compatible with that. So that's how the games are written, and it's a very clear message that lets game developers get huge volumes and payback for the big investments that they make. Now, I have no idea what that means. Me neither. I'm confused. That's a bunch of nothing. Uh, that He just talked in a big circle. He just talked in a big circle. I don't know. It's upwards compatible. So what, is, what does that mean? Uh, uh, so it means that I could play games in the HD DVD dr- drive. Drive that run it, on the regular format. But I it's going to look what, the same? It'll look the same. I, Although, ooh, that's what we're here. Take my $500, please. I want my games <laughs> to look the same in, in an external drive that sits on top of my television set. No, really. I need that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. So I don't know. I don't really know what that means, and uh, I don't think he does either. Yeah, uh, so I guess we'll have to we'll wait and see on that. 
Doesn't matter how much money you give to starving children, a douchebag's a douchebag. Moving on. And even, <laughs> but even still, like, even if it just plays movies, aren't you better off just buying like a HD DVD player? I, I already have an HDMI DVD player, and that works just fine. Oh, I gotta get one. It's I bought a thirty-two dollar DVD player over let, the. Uh, let me tell you, if you're gonna season. watch, if you're gonna watch Wedding Crashers. Yeah. <laughs> HDMI. Is the HDMI way to go. is the way to do it. Yeah, let me. I'll tell you something. The thirty-two dollar DVD player. Uh huh. The sound is really good, but it kind of the colors look really flat. Even with it, it has like all the you know component input and everything. But, I just uh, lost you for a sec. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go for a real DVD player one of these days. I lost you for a sec. You oh, you like said yeah. something and I went. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Always always the quality here. That's the point. Yes. Moving on. Yes. Uh, there's a Forrester Research report warning that the uh, gaming industry is going to have a harder time turning a profit uh, in the near future. And uh, that is because uh, the apparently the gaming market is reaching a saturation point uh, in terms of customers. And the uh, cost of, of producing the games and the consoles themselves are going up, uh, which means that the profit, line, profit margins are going to be going down. So what do you say is the cure-all for this? Is there a cure for this? Is it games just need to be more expensive, or do they need to sell more? The problem is, well, let's get back to that. Hold on to that thought for a second. Okay, I'm, putting, gonna, I'm, putting, it over, I'm and, putting it over here on the side. Okay, put it over there. Uh, but he, uh, the guy who wrote the report also goes on to say that, you know, the new consoles are, you know, all talking about being, like, convergence products. You know, like the Xbox 360 can play music. And, uh, you know, and have the media center and the PS3, I don't know, it has a built-in uh, barbecue, I think. Um, <laughs> I thought it was these a Foreman different... grill. George Foreman grill, it knocks out the fat. Um, but the problem is that, you know, while that's something that's interesting, interesting for gamers who are probably going to buy the machines anyway, it's not really going to convince the person who's, you know, not a hardcore gamer to go out and, and buy that product. Um, and you say, you mentioned, you know, what's the solution to this? I think the problem, the, the big problem is, you know, these, the, you know, companies, they get, they dig themselves into a hole with the, with these, with the new consoles because they put in the latest technology and they, they don't, they release them at a loss. And, you know, as the technology gets more and more advanced, the amount of money they're losing, it goes up and up, um, which is why Nintendo may be in good shape, but we'll we'll talk about that a little later. Um, so I don't know a, what the I don't know what the solution like a, is. Like a few months from now, when that's no, no, over? there's a there's a cag bag question. Oh, there's a cag. Oh, look at that. Um, but I don't know what the solution is. I mean, how how much more can you be charging for games? Uh, more than sixty dollars? I don't know. It's sixty dollars. is pretty uh, expensive. It is expensive. It is, it is expensive, so and you feel it. I've, I've noticed that. Like you really feel it. That extra bucks. ten bucks. That extra ten yeah. bucks. It hurts. Yeah. And with tax, it's like sixty four. Yeah, sixty four, sixty four and change. Those yeah, so bastards. I don't know what the answer is. the The answer is they need to to reach out to a broader market and find out get get the players who aren't get people who aren't video gamers now. Yeah, something. to buy these buy this stuff. Something. Something. All right. Yes. That's it for the for the Cadcast news blast. Ooh, that Let's was blastastic. 
<laughs> Let's move on to the cheap ass gamer news and video game deals. Hooray! Hooray! What's cheap ass uh, gamer? First little piece of news, uh, as you may have noticed, I changed the front page layout slightly. It's exciting. It's not really exciting. It's just I feel like it's going to work better for for highlighting game deals and the different uh, other items that of interest that we have to share with our audience. Uh, we still will maintain the the classic layout, if you will, for those who absolutely hate it. But uh, you know, I'm still testing this thing out. It's not 100% done yet, but it's there. Gotcha. There it is. Exciting. Uh, another nice piece of news, which I uh, put on the new layout, uh, is that we had a moderator recently uh, bust a stolen goods trader. Did you see that? I read it briefly, tidbit? but uh, I, you know, I noticed it on the front page, and I read a little bit of it. Now we didn't. Now he was caught selling stolen goods, and our friendly moderator helped him get arrested. Is that what happened? Here's the here's the story. Moderator Shrike, uh, who always keeps a very watchful eye on the trading forum. Uh, basically noticed a little bit of uh, shadiness going on with one of the traders. It was somebody who had a, a problem on a past trade, so he was sort of keeping an eye on the guy. Uh, and it turned out that he was posting all these goods for sale that weren't gaming items. They were like hard drives and, and stuff like that. Uh, but the prices were really cheap. And they were new items, and they were, you know, it was way cheap. Like, too cheap. Um, and he noticed that uh, I guess through the help of some people who had ordered it, that all this stuff was getting shipped out directly from an Office Max. Uh, and the guy had bragged, you know, or mentioned, the trader had mentioned in the past that he worked at Office Max. Um, so it sounded like it raised a little, it raised like some alarms, I guess, with Shrike. Uh, and he wound up contacting the <laughs> the store to see if anything shady was going on there. And it turns out the guy was was just stealing the stuff off the shelves and shipping them out via, you know how like these stores have these mailing sections in the back? That's you know, hysterical. Like a, because you, if you work at the store, you know, you can't, you can't bring the stuff out the front door with you. They check your, yeah, your yeah. bags and stuff. So the way to get around it is you ship it out, you know, through their shipping center. And so the guy got arrested basically because of uh, Shrike's watchful eye. Good for him. Busted, yeah. So nice work, uh, Shrike, keeping keeping uh, CAG safe. That, this is a good segue into the uh, nominations. Yes, since his uh, name is all over posted. the hero, the hero nominations. Yes, completely yes. mopping me up. I think the only person who nominated me was me. <laughs> right. Well, we have the Cheapy Awards. The third annual Cheapy Awards uh, are now underway. We're accepting nominations in a whole bunch of categories, such as uh, best online retailer. Uh, deal of the year, so on and so forth. Uh, check out the front page. You'll see the link. Uh, Vote so early and often. Straightforward. Uh, right now, we're just accepting nominations. Once I narrow down uh, the nominations, we'll have the voting, and there'll be a contest uh, where you can win a valuable prize just by voting. The winner uh, gets all my body hair in a Ziploc bag. Wow. You're going to have to ship that out in a big box. In one huge box. <laughs> You better go to Office Max. <laughs> they have good good deals, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and for the now for the deals segment, it's sort of been a little slow recently, uh, but I, I assume it's going to pick up as the stores try to unload everything. That you better hope it does during the Christmas, <laughs> right? Uh, we have an EB game sale starting on January thirteenth. Uh, thanks to Tenzer for the scoop as usual. 
a whole bunch of games with $10 vouchers. Uh, too many for me to tell you about here. You'll have to check the, the site. Um, but I guess the, the biggest highlight was the virtual tennis for PSP. It was uh, It's 20 bucks and you get a $10 EB voucher. Ooh. So that's so it's ten bucks after a voucher if you think of the voucher as cash. Yeah. Um, and for the non-voucher deals, the standout was uh, Doom Three. Both uh, the regular and collector's edition are both ten dollars. That's for the Xbox. Why. That's for the Xbox. I don't know why you would go with the regular edition instead of. I don't the know. And it's not edition. backwards compatible, so. Right. What, what do you mean it's not? It's not. Oh. You can't play oh, it on the three sixty. Really? Yeah. Lame. I know. Well, speaking of three sixty. Huh? Huh? Let's segue right into uh, some Xbox 360 reviews. Since that's what we both got for the holiday season, let's talk about the games we got. Right. Yes. Uh, I know that you picked up Condemned. I did pick up Condemned. Which... I downloaded the demo, so uh, I can speak about it somewhat intelligently. If, if you but... like the demo, I mean, this is and it, this happens to be a rare case because it's not always like this. But if you like the demo, if it, when you were finished with the demo, you said to yourself, you know, I'd really like to do that again for like 10 hours. <laughs> right. Then you're going to love Condemned. I haven't you really, it? I haven't finished it yet, but I think I'm getting pretty far along. But, yeah. uh, I mean, that game is freaky deaky. Now, this is a first-person... It's a first-person shooter, kind of, but kind more of. more like a blunt objector than a yes. shooter, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, the game I would give it right now as I'm halfway through a solid eight. Right. The game. Now the the, the game the has story atmosphere behind the game at the, out the wazoo. Story behind yes. the game. Short story. Long story short, you're an FBI agent framed for murder. You're tracking down the guy who framed you, and meanwhile, everyone else in the world has gone nuts. Right now, that's the one thing that I sort of didn't understand. Like, I'm playing the demo, and I, I thought like the parts where, you know, you go to the crime scene and you're mm-hmm. using your little tools and these sort of mindless mini games. You know, that was very cool in terms of setting the atmosphere and such. Um, but it turns out that most of the gameplay is really revolves around you beating up homeless people. Well, there's a reason. But I'm not going to get – I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Oh, there's a spoiler for that? There's a spoiler I mean... for – basically, you know, okay, fine. They're all being poisoned. There's oh. some sort of toxic something going around. But who cares, though? I, but here, I, but here's, the, here's the weird thing, I though. don't. I just you're like beating F- up homeless you're people. You're an FBI – right, right. But you're an FBI agent, right? Yes. And you kill – like, in the, in, at least in the demo, I killed about 20 to 30 homeless people. Well, they, they as the game progresses, they actually look more and more zombie-like. Oh, okay. Well, I felt like I should be taking them to a shelter or something. You, you know, I like I like beating up vagrants as much as the next guy, but it seemed a little out of place in the game. When when you get to the uh, the the level in the the uh, shopping the department store, yeah, that's some scary stuff. Now, here's my big problem with the game: having played it. Okay. Now, and this is something, I mean, this is the kind of thing I expect from next gen that I didn't get from this game. I pretty much okay. got everything else. Looks amazing, plays great, scared the crap out of me. I won't, yeah. won't even dance around it. No game has scared me like this game has. Yeah. Which is awesome. Makes me want to yeah, play it I could it tell it was scary from the demo. Yeah, it's, it's, got, its, it's got its moments. But, Mrs. GP was scared. Yeah. When you use, I would expect different weapons, especially in a game where you're using blunt objects. Yeah. To have a different feel and a different reaction on the guys you hit. Now, I hit a guy in the head with a lead pipe. 
You see a little bit like a like a like a circle of blood, and the guy falls yeah. down. Now I okay. go ahead and I grab a sledgehammer. Do right. the same thing. You want his freaking face bashed? You, exactly. You, you, he should lose a chunk of face. Or no. if you hit him with the the two by four with the nails, it should. If this was the yeah, holes, it should you, be squirting holes and squirting. And I'm not even kidding. And the same thing with the axe. <laughs> Sounds like, like a good porno title. Exactly. I'm not too holes and <laughs> holes squirting. I love that movie. I mean, especially you know, you grab the fire axe. If I hit the guy in the head with a fire axe, it should take two seconds for me to pull it out. <laughs> right. 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 You know, like I have to yes. put my foot on his chest and yank the thing yeah. out of his head. And, good point. Good yeah, point. and it's not there, and I, and that disappoints me. And it loses a point and a half on my whole review because of that. On your scale, on yeah. my scale, it loses a point and a half. For to, to me, I wasn't sure. Like you said, it's, it's uh, not you played the demo, enough. and you and you felt like you wanted to do this again for another ten hours. I wasn't quite sold on it. I don't know if I want to beat up people with lead pipes for 10 hours it, it really Especially is I not mean, for 60 bucks it, it's it's a lot of truth luckily i didn't have to really pay for it so hooray for me seems like a really good rental it, it probably is a great it's a great rental it is a lot of fun and download the demo if you like the demo you'll like the game and it's it rarely is that the case but i can unequivocally say that okay yeah it's also cool. the kind of game where you could very easily go back and play it there are save points like every five minutes so it's friendly. In that it's way. friendly in that way, exactly. And you could adjust the darkness. So if it gets, if it's a little too dark for you, you can make it lighter. Nice. Although when you turn the lights up all the way up, it it ruins the whole game. It ruins the game, and you've tried to cheat. I, well, I just wanted to see what it looked like, and right. it sucks. <laughs> so, well, that's, that's why they uh, do it that way. All right, let's move on. I think. So you like you recommend it? Sounds like you recommend the game. I do. I'll give it. I'll give it a, th- a thumbs up. Okay, sounds sounds good, and it's yeah. a sure it's a surefire uh, rental. Yes, like and if you you know, and, it, objects. and if you if you even it's also good even if you have like friends over and it's dark and it's late. It's fun to watch. It's as fun well. to watch. Yeah. Cool. And you said you had a nightmare from it, huh? I did. I gave me a nightmare the second night. The second night I played it, I found myself jumping out of bed at three thirty in the morning, going, <gasps> "Oh wait, it's just a game." Yeah, and that's why I won't get it because I don't want to give Mrs. Chibi nightmares. Yeah, she, well, Mrs. Wombat won't come in the room when the game's on. Yeah, fair enough. All right, yeah. let's move on to an Xbox Live arcade game that you've had an opportunity to play at great length and I've played uh, at a short length. A game that I already reviewed on CheapSGamer.com. It's uh, Outpost Kaloki X. I love that game. I do. I love that game. I'll say it again. Now, this is a... A what do you call it? It's like a strategy, a strategy sim kind of resource like, management, yeah, type situation. Very simple game, but I it's the kind of thing that I kind of find they, that I get addicted to and just find myself getting sucked into doing all day. It's my, right. it's my yeah, I, I, I was sort of impressed with the game when I I played the demo and then I I wound up buying the full version because uh, Mrs. Chibi liked it. See, uh, the it graphics is... are are very colorful mm-hmm. and attractive. It's got a good sense of humor. Yes, the, it's got that jazz song that plays over and over again. Do you get yes. any new songs? I think so. What are you playing the uh, adventure story or whatever it is? The first story. Yes. The, yeah. Yeah, I'm on the last uh, level on that. It's been like a week. I still haven't been able to beat it. I have issues. Okay, so let, let's let's talk about the game for a second and like sort of the point of it. It's a uh, you manage a space station. Yes. And. It's- it's a healthy mix of Lemonade Stand and uh, SimCity. Sim, Sim City, yeah. 
So you're basically, you have people that fly their ships to your space station, and you have to build the different uh, uh, docks, I guess, or ports that would be appealing to them. Um, but it seems like there's a lot of different scenarios and stuff um, where you can have like people attacking and you have to build defenses. Well, there are two full campaign modes, the adventure and the war mode, which I haven't even played, which I believe has whole different buildings and things to build in that. Yeah. And then on top of that, they added, I think at this point, there's what, like 12 scenarios, if not more, 15, where are just kind of sandboxy things where you could keep playing and those also are all different. So they added a lot. It has a lot going on for a ten dollar download. Right, this is an eight hundred point uh, game. It is an eight, yes. But and they just added uh, five more scenarios for two hundred points, additional. Very cool. As well as two free ones that you can download. I mean, this is this this game has more free downloadable content that's been added to it more than any other Xbox uh, game, live arcade or not yet. The uh, developers really seem to care about this, and that's what's another thing that's important to me. I already posted, I sent my other review I put on Cheap Ass Gamer to them, and they responded, which was nice. That's cool. Positively, uh, thanking positively. me. Positively, yeah, they probably take it, take whatever they can get at this point. They probably do. They're a small company. Hooray for, yeah. and you know, brings us to the next thing we were going to talk about. Right. Hooray right. for Microsoft for that, for letting uh, small developers put small games on their small arcade. Yeah. Yeah. It could it could be a big uh you know, I think the Xbox Live arcade is, you know, is pretty sweet as most people do and it's it is a great opportunity for for smaller companies to get their games in front of a big audience. Although I'm not sure how well like a game like Outpost Colloquia X does on Xbox Live or how many people are downloading it. I'm getting some weird shit here. I heard um, that. Yeah, you kind of cut out for it that. It seems like a sort of a Seems sort of like a you know people. I don't think people are really buying their 360 so that they can play this type of game. No, or, but know. they did say on their website. Of course, this is what they say that the sales were much higher than they expected for that oh, game. Great. Yeah, which is great, and I'm glad. And it does. It's like oh, great. This I hope it's a success. I hope it's successful because it's a quality game made by people who obviously seem to care about what they made. Which is and it know, has a lot of replayability because. You you know it ties in with the whole Xbox Live leaderboards. Yes. So on each scenario, you know you're timed on each scenario, so you can see how how quickly you you've completed it compared to people on your friends list and. And it has two free rankings. two free gamer icons with it, which is cool to stick on your gamer, gamer card. Books. I mm-hmm. have one up. Oh, the one on my gamer card is from Outpost Coloki, and it was free, which is nice. And yeah, and there's a lot you know, and achieve, achievement points are like crack. Let's just face it. Yeah. Something, like I was thinking whether I should buy this game or not, and I'm like, well, I could. You know, my I don't, I don't even I haven't even cracked 400 points yet. And that's pathetic. That's pathetic, by the way. Well, I don't have every game like you have. I don't have every game. I have. Wait, I'll tell you right now because I'm home. I have one, two. You're five. Three, Your wife told me you have five. Four, five. I do have five. Why are you talking to my wife without me? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, I've said too much. <laughs> this transmission is over. <laughs> anyway, so very nice. Yes, we both agree Xbox Live Arcade is awesome, and uh, we both like Outpost Coloki X. Yes, if, you, if you're into I mean, the, these types of games, uh, I could see that this game could be sort of addictive. It's incredibly addictive. I mean, there's no re- I'll, I'll say right now, there's no excuse why you shouldn't at least download the demo. 
If you have yes. the, unless you don't have a 360, that's the only excuse. <laughs> right, it might be hard otherwise. Otherwise, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so there let's, you go. let's let's move on to um, a pair of Logitech accessory accessory reviews. Accessory. Um, I picked up a few th- items this holiday season. I picked up the Logitech Harmony Xbox 360 remote. Very nice. And the Z5500 5.1 surround sound system. I do like surround sound systems. Yes. Well, let's start with the remote. Uh, I bought the remote at computersforsure.com. They have the best price by far, Uh, $93 with free shipping and no tax to most places. Um, the, The MSRP on this is $130, so it's like almost $40 off that. Plus, there's a $30 mail-in rebate if you bought an Xbox 360. So it's, uh, yeah, 63 bucks after rebate, basically. So that's a pretty great deal right there. Uh, the remote itself is very slick, um, and it, it works very well. Uh, you can program it uh, in one of two ways. Um, you can, first of all, you have to use the software, Logitech software. And this is where the, the weakness of the remote uh, lies. Uh, the software... It's not, it doesn't reside on your computer. It's all through the internet, okay? So basically, oh, it, stores, it stores all your stuff on their servers. But, and that's, I guess, you know, so if the batteries die, you can download all your, your stuff again easily. Gotcha. Um, or, but the problem is so many people got this thing for Christmas, apparently, or one of the other Harmony remotes, that their servers were totally overloaded. Uh, that during, sucks. During this, during Christmas and, and New Year's, uh, and in fact, they even had to send out an email to their customers apologizing for the for this because when the servers are slow, you really can't do anything. You know, everything times out, all the programming and stuff. Well, so, have you been out. able to use it at all? Yes, I did. Well, luckily, because of the time difference, I you know it didn't really affect me all that much. Uh, I got you. I can get on. Have you set you know, it up really... to uh, flush your toilet? It will not flush my toilet, but it will turn on my my air conditioning and heating and the lights as well. Because That's in Japan, sweet. in Japan, all that stuff runs on anything that runs uh, with infrared that you can control in infrared remote. You can control with this. Um, if it's not already in the one of the presets uh, on Logitech's in Logitech software, you can do it the old-fashioned way and you know shoot it into the remote with the original remote but you still have to be connected through their software and through the internet to do so um, one of the cool things is that you set up different activities and these are sort of these are macros uh, basically you it has an LCD screen on the remote and you can set up things such as play Xbox 360 and when you push that it'll turn your TV on and put it to the to the to the right input, turn on your amplifier and put it on the right input, turn your lights off, turn the Xbox on, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but all this stuff needs to be set up and even when the software, even when their servers aren't uh, bogged down, the software is still, I feel, a little clumsy and could be better. Right. Uh, I still haven't got my stuff set up exactly the way I want. Um, so the weakness clearly here is the software. The remote is is great otherwise, and for sixty three bucks after rebate, I I can definitely recommend it. At a, you know at the at the normal price tag, uh, maybe not so much. Gotcha. Gotcha. So gotcha. I like it. Okay. Well, it's you know 
and it lights up green like an Xbox, which is really cool. Ooh, exciting. And it even knows, like, it senses you. So if you haven't <laughs> used it for a while and you, you, know, you walk up to it, it lights up before you even touch it. Play with me. Yeah. Touch me. me. So I like that. And the speakers? Now, the speakers. The speakers are awesome. Yeah. How, well, now, these, are, these are the Z5500 5.1 speaker system. Uh, there was this deal on Amazon. Uh, it was originally $220 shipped, and now they raised it to $230. It's still a great deal and a great setup at that price. Um, it's a, it's a 500. It's over 500 watts, and 180 something are are in the subwoofer. So the subwoofer is a beast, and it's big, and it, may, it you'll feel it in your feet. You know, you know, you know what I mean. Like Ma- be watching a movie. friends with the neighbors, huh? Yeah, I'm wondering about that. We've watched a couple of movies, and even on my $32 DVD player, it's it's awesome. Nice. Uh, it, you know, this is it. Just comes with the speakers. It comes with all all the speakers in the subwoofer, and a remote, and the uh, the little, the uh, not the amp, but the like the little receiver module. Oh, okay. And that's so, where you, that's yeah. where you plug in your, your different uh, inputs and such. It has an optical input, a coax input, and a whole bunch of regular stereo inputs. So you can plug um, it straight into your TV without a problem. Or do you need? You something? can plug your TV straight into that. Yes, without yeah, a problem. Yeah. Yes, any which way you you can. Uh, I use I use the I use them all actually. I have all the inputs. I use the optical and the coax. You love the, the inputs. Ones. I love the inputs. Uh, it's it sounds great. It's it's got a lot of power. The price for the price, I don't see how you could possibly beat it. I I'm was having a hard time speakers. trying to find a. What's that? I'm still happy with my speakers. I know, but. <laughs> I'm t- the 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 subwoofer is so awesome. I it, the, the, let me put it this way: the subwoofer should be a weapon in Condemned. Nice. <laughs> you could take you could you drop this on somebody's head and forget about it. Nice. Um, I highly recommend this. I looked around a lot for like I wanted to get a like a home theater system for like eight hundred thousand bucks or so here in Japan, and I was looking around and all that stuff, you know, in that pr- even like in the eight hundred dollar price range. It's still underpowered compared to this this thing, so I don't see how you could you could go wrong with this. Sounds You'd be blown good. away, literally. Cool. So we're moving cool. on. Is it is it everybody's on. favorite time? That's it. So I recommend both of those Logitech products. Is it Ooh. time for everybody's favorite time? Yes, the keg bag. Keg bag. Keg bag. <laughs> so uh, first question is from the successful dropout, and that is. Can we have one CAG cast without a question from Thornbond 3? And our next question comes from Thornbond 3. Are you, <laughs> right. are you surprised Xbox systems are still selling at the same price they were prior to the 360 launch? Uh, um, no, um, I am not surprised. Uh, I think the reason for this is that they don't want people buying Xboxes instead of Xbox 360s. If you drop the price down to 100 bucks. People will be like, hmm, do I spend 400 for the 360 or maybe I just drop 100 on the Xbox? And I don't think they want to – they don't want people to even weigh that decision. That's a good point. I they agree. don't want any publicity for the regular Xbox at this point. I agree. You agree. Bing. And uh, he has another question as well, and then that is the PS2 is the only system that doesn't have the only four PS2 game exclusive box art. Do you think that this is a pro or a con? 
Is there really anyone listening who doesn't own a PS2 at this point? <laughs> right, I don't think so. So what do they um, need to say only on for? Yeah. If you, they probably already own one. You know what's probably. exclusive what is, and what isn't, and there really aren't that many exclusives for it anymore. I would guess it's neither a pro or a con that it's probably a non-issue. Yeah, I know. And someone's going to get mad at me for that last statement anyway. Right. Yes. All right, next up, Frisky, Frisky Tanuki asks... Uh, for both of us, do we have any New Year's gaming resolutions for 2006? Mine is to play more games. Yes. Mine? What is mine? Um, I don't know. Uh, mine is probably to play more games also. There you actually, go. Actually, mine is really to work on CAG more, and I have to take Japanese lessons so that I can play Japanese import games. That's cool. Well, they're not import games for me anymore. Yeah, they're just they're just games. Just games. <laughs> They don't call it Japanese food here. They just call it food. <laughs> food, exactly. Uh, and he's got a few questions for me. Uh, Cheapy, do you think you'll ever at one point in your life stop shaving your head and grow hair like normal people? You don't um, shave. Sadly, <laughs> sadly it's, uh, it's, it's too late for that for me. Uh, my, my hair is too thin in certain points, uh, which was the whole uh, – the whole uh, Impetus. point of me shaving, yes, yeah. for me shaving the head in the first place. I figured I would just nip it in the bud, so to speak. Nice. Um, and he also asks, have I seen any hilarious stores around by what they sell or by their name? Yes, all the time. The the Eng English here is just too funny. Um, I posted a picture in the in the Your Man in Japan forums of a of a sock store. <laughs> okay. And there's. And the slogan, the name wasn't so funny, but their slogan was, we make our products using all five senses. Now, keep in mind that they make socks, and that's basically all they make yeah, are socks. Yeah, so why would they want to taste my sock? Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So, every so day. Does, so, does that mean that they have on staff sock suckers? They have sock suckers and smelt sniffers. Nice. Stop sniffing my sock. Right. Okay, moving on. Uh, B Mulligan asks, many of the Xbox 360 games have been released with a $60 price tag. Do you think that the qu quality and quantity of content justifies this new tier of pricing? That's a tough one. It's tough. It's hard. I mean, I don't feel like I've been slighted yet. But then again, I really haven't. <laughs> I mean, thanks to the $10 Best Buy coupon, I don't think I've really paid 60 bucks for anything. Right. So... And and also, we know that this pricing is not really so much based on the quality. You know, it's basically so their cost of development has gone up, and that's why the the prices have gone up. Yes, they have to learn how to make games for this for this thing. Uh, he also asks, "Do I consider the trend of quick price drops, or do we consider the trend of quick price drops on new release games to be a sign of an impending video game market crash?" My feeling is that three current systems in their libraries, which still show signs of life. Competing with the next generation three systems may create a pool of product too large to be sustained. Thoughts? <laughs> well, I don't, I'll tell I you don't my think thoughts. much. You don't want? I don't think much. You don't think much. Um, you know what? I feel like the this trend of quick price drops, what this illustrates is that the games are priced too high to begin with. Um, if you have a game, you know, it's sort of like, Let's see what we can – the publisher's like, all right, let's put it out for 50 just because it's expected. And when it doesn't sell, we'll drop it down, thereby screwing everybody that bought it at 50 I think it's, just, it's, a, it's a question of quality. If the games are worth 50 bucks, people are going to spend 50 bucks on it. And if they're not, I think the – I think game buyers are have become much more educated and they just don't buy it. 
Right. I think that the publishers need to be more savvy and, you know, you know when you have a $50, a game that's worth $50. And they you know right away. You don't. You know right away. Uh, so instead of, you know, going coming out with a price drop three weeks later, maybe you release the game at that lower price to begin with. Or fewer games. They just or made fewer games. release fewer games. If I would much rather buy five to ten great games and have them flood the market with a hundred games that will drop in price in a week. Right. But that's just me. That's just you. And okay. that, that'll never happen. Moving we get on, a, yes. we have Daroga asking, seeing that Nintendo is very obviously going in a different direction for the newest generation of consoles, what do you think of their new ideas? Will it just keep them alive, kill them, or make them more money than Sony or Microsoft will see? Maybe. Want to go with this one? I have a good answer. Do you, you do? You always have a good answer. Um, right. That's I mean, I, I picked the questions. Yeah, so I, no. I only pick the questions that I know the answer. I do love usually. Nintendo, and I and I know I'm going to buy whatever they do. I do think this is a good idea for them, though, because I think that you know the the nostalgia factor alone will will push consoles, especially with the you know because that's pretty hip right now. And I think a lower price point will push consoles. I think a youth market will buy you know the or as you know kitty games as they call it will push the console, and I think it's just a very well-rounded idea. Will it help bring them into the forefront or bring them more money than Sony or Microsoft? Mm, I don't know. But it's, you know, it's a good... I think it's only good as long as the quality of Nintendo games remains what the quality of Nintendo games tends to be, which is pretty darn high. Your thoughts? Well, this is the question that I alluded to in the beginning. And uh, basically, in that Forrester research report, they're saying that the gamer market is, is saturated at this point. Um, and this is sort of what Nintendo is sort of counting on or thinking about very uh, closely when they're making their new machine. Uh, they're going after a bigger audience, an audience that isn't necessarily uh, into the complicated current and next generation games. Uh, so maybe this is going to work out just well for them uh, with, the, with their funky controller and the uh, the simple uh, classic retro games. Uh, so, do I think that they'll, you know, do I think that they'll make more money than Sony or Microsoft? It doesn't even matter. It's not like it's not really a contest to see who can make more money. It's you know, can Nintendo make a good a good healthy profit, and can maybe can Nintendo won't lose as much money on a, a on every console like Sony and Microsoft will. Uh, so, yeah, there it is. All right. Exciting. Um, let's move on to Temporary Scars Ask a question. Okay. I noticed there seems to be a lack of PC gaming-related deals on the site. Are either of you PC gamers? If so, what kind of rigs do you have, and what are some of your favorite PC games? My computer. wheeler My computer sucks. I play Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> and even uh, that's laggy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I'm I'm not a PC gamer either anymore. I used to be, but you know now that I you know I work on CAG so much, it's just it's just too much sitting at the computer for me. Yeah, um, my my computer is probably slightly better than yours. Slightly, but um, yeah, slightly. I, I used I to play. I'll tell you the games that are, my favorite games were StarCraft. I used to play a lot of StarCraft. Uh, which was like probably one of the most frustrating games you could ever play. You ever play that game? Yes, I have. 
Yeah. You play that game online, you know, you spend, you're playing like head to head against somebody. You spend like a good like half hour, 45 minutes, like building up your defenses and stuff. And then they just come in and wipe you, wipe you off the map. It's like really, it's really frustrating. That sucks. Yeah, when I, I, when I, I was a college freshman is when Doom came out. Yeah. And everyone played Doom. That was like it. And that was probably the peak of my PC, PC, yeah. PC time, I guess. But that was pretty much it for me. So there you go. We uh, half-assedly yep. answered all your questions. Any right. uh, any closing thoughts before we head out? Um, I just wanted to say, let's talk a little bit about the games that we're currently playing. Uh, did you play the the Fight Night demo? I did Xbox play the Fight Night demo, and I actually liked it a lot. It's very true to boxing. If you're a boxing fan, you're going to love it. Yeah. And it looks so the, good. It looks, the graphics look really good. Although I noticed that, like, it seemed like the graphics during the replays were did not look as good as the graphics during the actual gameplay, which I thought was really weird. Um, check that out next time you play. I will, and I played it with a friend, and we had a we had a blast. So very cool. Yeah, I, and I, I, recommend the, I guess the, the the real question is: Is EA gonna take out a bunch of features of the like know, they the do previous... with all their other stuff? Yeah, like FIFA and Madden. Uh, they both lost a lot of features. Yeah, I, I think I think with boxing, I don't think you can really get away with it. Really? Yeah, I think you can get away with it in Madden because. I never set prices in my stadium or created a player anyway. I would just pick my team and win the Super Bowl. So you can get away with it easier in Madden than you can in, say, you know, a a fight night where half of it is, you know, you against everyone. It's more individualized. So there you go. Check out the demo if you have a 360. I also wanted to to brag that I beat God of War uh, over over New Year's. Um, Wow. Welcome to last year. Yeah, well, you know, CAGs play their games on their own schedule. You oh, know, is that we get how it the is? games when they're cheap, and, you know, although that game really never I was going to say, that, see, that's a good example of a game that doesn't need to drop in price because it's good. It's really good, although I beat it on easy mode. I think it put automatically put me on I easy mode. I might as well just cut you I off died. now, you pansy. <laughs> they, you know, it, it puts you on there automatically, I think, if you suck too much, and apparently I suck too much. Well, that, that goes without saying. Yeah. So, but that game has such a great payoff at the end. It's, it's great. And speaking it's... of sucking too much, I think it's time for us to go. Okay. Very nice. Yeah, I think we've put everyone to sleep by now. Okay, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. <laughs>